Kink 101 is proud to present Deviant Discussions, where kinksters come together and put the Y in kink, with Diavol Diablo, Subtle Shadow, and Glass Girl. This is Deviant Discussions. Okay, so... Um, I wanted to talk this week about the butt stuff. Uh, so anything what? from, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> butt stuff. Everybody Go likes ahead. a little bit of ass. Um, yeah. So anything from anal sex, figging, rimming, that kind of thing. Um, what's good about it. What's bad about it. What's ugly about it. Um, things that we've tried, things that we'd like to try and whether we like it, hate it somewhere in the middle. Uh, for me personally, I am. Oh, God. I mean, if I'm in the mood for it, I love anal sex. I really do. Uh, if I'm not in the mood for it, it's an absolute no-go. Um, it is a one-way system, unless I decide otherwise. Traffic must be redirected, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious about hearing what you guys think about it. Oh, I guess it's me. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, I enjoy anal sex. I like it a lot, actually. Um, I don't, it's weird because I don't find it, it's going to sound weird, but I don't find it all that pleasurable. Um, but I do like, like physically pleasurable, but I, I enjoy like the mind fuck of it. Um, and I enjoy that it hurts a bit and it's like suffering for someone else. Um, yeah. Interesting. That's weird. Yeah. Oh man, it's so pleasurable for me. <laughs> um, I actually, it's funny, just that uh, yesterday, actually, for the first time ever, I took a close up of myself in a butt plug. Oh and... my God. I thought you were going to just say that you like took a close up of your butthole or something. <laughs> I was like, where is she going with no. this? <laughs> but, you know, the first time someone took a picture, someone else took a picture of a butt plug in me, I was like, oh my God, there's hair there. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> anyway, that's like every single picture of me, even my face pictures. <laughs> I'm like, I had no idea there was hair there. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I love butt sex. I, that's actually, I think, the first thing I really explored that was technically kinky um, was with my ex. We uh, had anal pretty often. Um, yeah. So I, I guess for me, I don't really, for me, you know, I don't consider it that kinky, uh, because I think it's probably more common than people think, um, well, anal at sex. the time. Yes. Anal sex. Sorry. No, I mean, I, cause people, people will often say like anal play and that can be a bit mm -hmm. of a gray area because anal play to one person could be sticking a penis mm -hmm. in it. Uh, anal play to somebody else could be sticking your fingers in it uh, and mm -hmm. anal play to somebody else could be sticking whatever will fit in it. Um, <laughs> so it's yep. quite, quite a wide, uh, you know, for one of a better <laughs> graphic description, wow. it's quite a wide subject. Just wow. Yeah. Let's stretch it out a little bit longer. Um, oh. <laughs> as you can see, I'm taking it very seriously today. Yes. Butts are great. <laughs> 
Um, so I will just quickly, I want to give an insight into when I find it pleasurable. Um, and I was with my partner at the time and it was the first time we were doing it together. I'd done it plenty of times before then, and he'd done it plenty of times before then, just not with each other. And I feel like you're always kind of a little bit in competition somehow. Uh, you know, am I going to do it better than the ex did? Or is he going to do it as well as my ex did or anything like that? And so uh, this was our first time and, and it was a very relaxed environment. You know, I was like, look, you got to take it slow because you're, you're a little bit more well endowed than I'm used to. And uh, and so he did. He, you know, he was very gentle, very tender and very loving. And um, it was, you know, not kinky at all. It was just normal sex but in the butthole and uh and then he just leaned in and he had this great accent oh my god such a such a sexy accent um but he just leaned into my ear and he said you take a cock so well and I was oh god I was done Uh, yeah (laughs) I think now I'm gonna measure every anal encounter that I have against that so if anyone's listening and anyone ever gets the opportunity to put something in my butthole just whisper that I take it so well and uh, I'll probably enjoy it (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. It's like, it's like open sesame. <laughs> yes. Really yes. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to uh, rimming. I think this is a, a gray subject matter for me. Um, I was always like, okay with it being done to me like I mean I don't enjoy oral sex at all and for some reason rimming never really I didn't put them in the same bucket for some reason. Um, hmm. But I was like, yeah, this is, it's, I mean, it's not, you know, it doesn't make me climb the walls with pleasure or anything, but it's okay. And then as time went by and I got even less inclined to have oral sex performed on me, Rimin was always sort of just a few paces behind that I was like, yeah, I kind of don't want it. Not as vehemently as I don't want you to go anywhere near the front side. Um, but I'd never done it to somebody else. And it was only when I was with, uh, funnily enough, the guy who told me I took a cock so well um, was the first person that I actually rimmed. And I wasn't as weirded out by the experience as I thought I would be because, you know, I mean, I I don't like a tongue on my genitals, but I don't mind putting my tongue on someone else's. Um, but I, mm. I always thought that the butthole would be different because, you know, it's the poop shoot. And uh, I'm not mature enough to stop calling it that. So... When I actually did it, not like genuinely, I still call it a poop shoot. Um, But when I first did it, I kind of just put the idea out of my mind. And not once did I think I'm licking a poop shoot. Um, So I just did it. And then like the noises and the fidgeting and the writhing, I was like, yeah, this is actually something that's like the doing it isn't that enjoyable because, you know, you, you get jaw ache or, you know, your tongue muscles start cramping. But the reactions were totally worth it. And I, I was happy mm-hmm. to do it more often just to get those reactions. And uh, I think knowing that they hadn't had it done to them before as well, I, I kind of I didn't have to have that competition. So Rimin, I would yeah. say being done to me, I'm like, eh, doing it to someone else. If, you know, I mean, I have to really, really like you to lick your butthole. But if I do, then uh, it's probably going to be an enjoyable experience for one of us at least. Yeah, I I have never, it's not a kink for me. Um, the closest that I've gotten was just like <laughs> the taint. <laughs> the um, taint, oh my God, I love yeah. that word. <laughs> um, I also kind of am really self-conscious about my own um, anatomy and I'm going to be super vulnerable, but I'm saying this 
because I'm sure other people have this and they're just uncomfortable with it, but I have a hemorrhoid. (laughs) And so when, I don't know, it makes me very self-conscious for anybody to be around that area, you know? But does that not like interfere with the anal sex side of things? No, it doesn't. Um, That's interesting. I would have thought that like you had to either, I don't know, be more careful or, you know. Well, I mean, I think you have to use a little bit more lubricant and it depends. Well, you know, if we're really going to go there, it depends on the type of hemorrhoid that you have. (laughs) There are different types of hemorrhoids. There are. This is a science lesson. Yeah. Yeah. There's prolapsed ones and forget what the other one's called, but you don't want it. Yeah. Anyway. This is kinky. This is really kinky. This is like, I mean, like though people kind of avoid talking about the less, I don't know, the 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 reality of human bodies, you know, when it comes to kink. And um for me, I I it's one of the reasons like I'm just I love anal. Um and but it I have to really trust my partner and have really need to know that they still find me attractive <laughs> even with that so I yeah. think it's understandable I mean a lot of the time when you do have these discussions about anal sex or you know like butt stuff in general you talk about like you know shitting yourself and things like that I mean we had expect the unexpected we talked many many poop stories um mm-hmm. But you don't necessarily talk about the anatomical side of things, you know, and people can have like fissures and, and as you say, hemorrhoids and things like that. And they do exist and people are human and our anatomies reflect that. And I mm-hmm. think it's super important to be open about that. Like, you know, as you say, it makes you vulnerable, but it also makes you human. And that's, you know, as humans that are kinky, you have to acknowledge it, I guess. Yeah. And now I'm like immediately regretting that I said that on this podcast. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a story about your ass. <laughs> Preferably involving a hemorrhoid. Um, I, uh, well, are we still talking rimming? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. So um, I've only done that with one person and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, I think partly because he was degrading me the whole time and that, um, that's something that I'm really into, but, um, I actually came like rimming someone else. Really? Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Nice. I've never, yeah. I've never enjoyed it that much, but yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. It almost felt like frenzied. Yeah. It was a real experience. Yeah. I bet I've come giving head, but oh, now you have me intrigued by this whole, maybe I should check out this rimming thing. <laughs> If we have any uh, willing volunteers, please let us know on a postcard. (laughs) Um, Uh, No, but saying about being intrigued about things, I know that you mentioned uh, a few weeks ago in in conversation, Shadow, that you were interested in looking at pegging and things like that. So I don't have I don't have any experience on on either side of that. I am. I don't know about you, Glass, whether you've ever pegged somebody. I've not pegged someone. I've done um, prostate massage right um that just makes it sound really classy it does (laughs) (laughs) why don't you tell us what a prostate massage is basically it's stimulating the pro the prostate internally um while i'm giving oral sex and um from what i gather (laughs) from the feedback um (laughs) it makes uh 
increases the intensity of the orgasm for the, for the guy. Oh, nice. And how do you do it? Like, is there a, (laughs) is there a trick to it or do you just poke around until you find the sweet spot. <laughs> it's kind of a, I think it's kind of the equivalent of like a guy looking for the G spot, you know, it's, mm, it's, it's so a failed, a- failed experiment. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, you know, it has a different feel to it. Um, mm. than, than the rest of kind of the inside of what the butt feels like. Does it, so is there like a curve feature or like, how do you know where it is? You just, well, you just oh, said you, you feel around, you but. Know. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. The idea of putting a strap on, on <laughs> and uh, pegging someone is it's, it's one of my highest on my list of to do's for kink. Um, either, you know, any gender, I don't care. I just want to like wear a dick and fuck somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Why, why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like, a, you know, there's probably something ingrained in me, you know, from society or internalized that, um, people who are in power tend to have a dick. And so it's almost kind of a play on that empowerment feeling I guess like yeah I have a dick now so I make the rules <laughs> love it but, uh, but that's what I think I don't know if that's what's going on like subconsciously or whatever but um like I've said before I I enjoy dominate well I'm starting to explore dominating the DS in the context of like me and a woman um and in that context I would be the dominant and so having uh you know the strap on and getting to fuck her that would be fun it's interesting (laughs) that you say that like um so when I was in a relationship with my like another ex that was female um and and, you know both of us would I I don't want to say take turns wearing the strap on that sounds weird uh but at different times um on different days one of us would be wearing it and one of us would be uh taking Mm -hmm. it and I always felt worse when I was the giver like I never felt confident I absolutely hated hated the experience of wearing one um I I couldn't figure out the logistics of how to move correctly I mean Mm -hmm. she she would say that I was doing it right but in my mind I I just I just hated Mm. being in that situation and I wanted to be the one in control but I didn't I didn't want a dick to do it um and yet when I'm with a guy, I feel more powerful being the one that doesn't have the penis. Like I, I see that my power comes from having, I mean, I don't want to, you know, weaponize the vagina, but it, I suppose that that's what I'm doing is I'm seeing my vagina as the weapon. Um, right. So it, it's fascinating to me to hear you say that you think wearing a strap on would give you that power when I mm-hmm. felt personally like it took all of my power away. Yeah, that is interesting. And also on the flip side of that, as a submissive, I still feel like I have both both experiences are empowering for me. The differentiating factor is gender. And it's very strictly like it is black and white, which is really interesting to me and something I kind of want to explore and look into why. Mm. But it's only empowering 
uh, for me as a top if my bottom is female and it's only empowering me as a bottom if the top is male. I don't know why that's there. I kind of want to look into it more, but like I say. So um, if, if it was one of these situations where your dominant was, you know, one of these guys that says, I want you to peg me because I enjoy it. So strap up and get on with it. Like hot. how would that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's still got the power exchange going on. They're still telling me to do something. So I, I would still find that. But would you feel yeah. like the powerful one in that situation because you were wearing the dick? I don't know. We'll just have to find out. Oh my God. There's just so many science experiments <laughs> that you need to do right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. And what about you, Glass? Like, have you ever done, not necessarily pegging, but you know, like the strap on side of things, how does it make you feel? It's not something that really crosses my mind as like wearing one, um, but having someone else like being with a woman who's wearing one or another gender who's wearing one. Um, yeah, that's hot. This is fascinating. So, yeah. I feel like I'm the odd one out and Shadow's just going to have to go and do all the science experiments and he's going to have three very Shadow. different... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'll do it for science. science. I think mm-hmm. that's the only justification to ever do anything these days. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move along. What's something else that you can put in your butt? Uh, Ginger, have we experimented with figging at any point? So figging, no. for those that don't know, is sticking a peeled stem of ginger up either your own butt or someone else's butt. And uh, I mean, mine was a failed experiment here, and I'll, I'll tell you all about that. I, in fact, I think I shared it already on one of our episodes. You <laughs> but did. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Oh, gosh. Uh, so it didn't go to plan. Uh, I didn't really feel a thing. Uh, but some people will say that they experience burning and, you know, that heat and it's good for the the masochists among us and it's good for the sadists to be the one shoveling those pieces of ginger into the butthole. Um, but I wondered about Shadow, obviously, we've, we've already covered the topic, but what about you, Glass? No, I've not. Like, I've been intrigued by it, but at the same time, I don't like burning. <laughs> So <laughs> that's such a cute little sound, but I don't like burning. Oh. I guess I really, like, I, when I think about different types of pain and like uh-huh. the types of pain that I find arousing or the types of pain that I enjoy enduring for someone else, like mm. the burning sensation um, doesn't come into the, any of that. Interesting. Also, however, um, if I had a daddy or dominant who it, like, it's not a hard limit. So I'm open mm-hmm. to trying it, but mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm like, Oh my God, I want to try it. Hmm. So fire play or, um, electro play is not your thing really. Um, I've not tried fire play. I find that intriguing too, because it's pretty. Oh God, yes, it is. Um, yeah, but, it uh, really is. <laughs> um, and I've tried electro play and not enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah. Shadow, oh. you've tried electroplay, right? Oh, yeah, I have, Dee Dee. <laughs> Dee's laughing because I, um, I really enjoyed uh, my new violet wand. <laughs> and I, uh, unintentionally, I felt like I had broken my clip. Oh, <laughs> after this. Just so you guys know, anyone listening, if you have a violet wand, you should not 
hold it in one particular area for longer than like a few seconds because then it will actually start to burn that area. And in my case, it uh, felt amazing. And I kind of think I actually might be into clit torture because it was, I, I let the burn go a little too long and it still hurt like five hours later. And I was like, I might have to go to the hospital for this. But oh then it, it I wish you like, had. I really just wish that you had so that you could share that story. <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> no, I can't imagine. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But anyway, there was that. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Do you think that you could use a violet wand on a butthole? Uh, yeah, it probably... I think you could. I think I, you could. I feel like I, I worry that I'd get really overly, like not overexcited in a good way, but like overstimulated and accidents would happen. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't recommend insertion, but I think. Oh, no, you could, 100%, but like around yeah. the edge. But I feel like. Oh, yeah, sure. Are those, I mean, because it's a muscle at the end of the day. And if you're stimulating that muscle, is it. Are we going to, are we going to get. Do you some, mean, are you going to shit? Well, uh, am I am I gonna like you know bubble uh, in excitement, or am I gonna spray in excitement, or am I just gonna break my butthole that it won't tighten back up? I don't know. I mean, there's a whole lot that could go wrong there. <laughs> whole well, lot that could go right, but a whole lot that could go. <laughs> whole. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the case with a lot of things. So a whole lot could go wrong uh, with lots of things, but but a violet wand has a lower voltage. I don't think that it. Well, I don't want to say that. Because um, I don't want somebody suing me. <laughs> um, okay, so violet wand maybe battery not so much. <laughs> yeah, proceed with caution. I mean, that's the sign that's like tattooed over my butthole anyway. But um, okay, so out of, I wish it was. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? I would be posting that everywhere. All right. So you mentioned about lube uh, and having to lube up more when there are you know potentially obstacles in the way. I. Until, oh my God, until I was with my most recent partner, I never used lubricant during anal sex. And I, I hear so many stories about how you should thoroughly lube up and things like that. And maybe it's painting a terrible picture of how wide open my butthole was at the time. Um, but I never needed it. It was just a take it really, really slowly and, and wait for your mm -hmm. body to accommodate them. That using lubricant during anal sex now is almost too greasy for me like yeah. I don't enjoy it as much it's it's a, a weird sensation and I feel like I've already shit myself um to then be taking something in the butthole I'm like this is this is all backwards I'm already mm. like you know seeping um but I wondered like what do you guys think do you do it dry or do you have to lube up or you know is it perfectly normal if you don't want to use lube uh, I, I actually didn't use lubricant for the first while. Um, and, and did it do any damage? Well, I got a hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's actually hemorrhoid from anal sex. That's brilliant. Um, that's my theory, but I don't I know. But fuck so um, hard. I get hemorrhoids. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I, um, for, I, yeah, I guess I didn't really use lubricant. The only time I started to use it was when I was exploring kink and I needed it for um, butt plugs. I found that it was just easier to insert. And um, 
my first kind of kinky play partner uh, actually used coconut oil, which is a great lubricant. Oh, just so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's the kind of way to get me rimming somebody. Just make it smell like coconuts. Oof. Butt plugs, though. I mean, we haven't even. Oh God, that's just such. If you go on Fat Life, like all you see is sparkly butt plugs everywhere. And I can't yeah. believe that we've not even spoken about it yet. So I'm like glass. I think you have a story. <laughs> I don't like butt plugs at all. <laughs> Did you like them before? No, that's the thing. Like I like them with a partner. So like I'll wear one for a partner, but it's not like I'll be at home and be like, huh, I'm just gonna slip one in today. You know, like it's just not something that. I enjoyed. Um, but with a partner I used to, um, until something went horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> and now no no plugs anymore. <laughs> Go no, 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 no. Do you think you'll ever get over the trauma? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I should say, like, I will wear a tail. So like I'll wear a tail. Is that because there's more to pull back out if, if right. things go wrong? <laughs> and I swear, if like that full tail disappears, like, yeah. Just leave it in there. It's yeah. just easier. <laughs> so Glass, what exactly do we want to just like oh, tell, tell people, people to go read it or do we want to share it? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want to tell that horror story all over again? For well, all of our I listeners. Think, <laughs> I think it's good information that it is, is definitely it, it really is, yes. You really want to make sure that the base of your butt plug is um considerably larger than the plug itself. Um <laughs> and like the sparkly ones that you get off like Amazon, like the really pretty ones often aren't. Um, and so I had one in, I put one in because uh I was gonna be playing um with my partner at the time. And, um, you know, I was on all fours on the bed and he liked to play, like, you know, pull it in, pull it out, tap on it, you know, what have you. And, um, then all of a sudden I was really into it and it was feeling awesome. And I was super turned on and all of a sudden his like voice changed to like, oh my God, don't move. And I literally thought this is like some, we're switching into some sort of like hot role play. Um, you know, and, uh, because I just figured it was like, just changing things up and he's like, Oh, it's okay. I don't panic. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll take care of you. And I had no, like, I literally had no idea what he was talking about. Um, until he said that the butt plug had disappeared and oh, I thought he meant, like, you know, like it had fallen out and I just mm-hmm. hadn't felt it. So I started to move to like look for it in the bed and he's like don't move don't move and he let me know then that my butt had actually swallowed your butt, the butt plug, and I didn't even feel it I did not so, yeah you didn't it. feel it at all no. that's crazy that is wow. crazy and I think that that's part of like you know one of the things I find about anal and you know butt play that way is the more relaxed you are like the easier and the more Mm -hmm. turned on, turned on you are, um, the easier that experience is. And I was just so turned on and so relaxed with him that, you know, um, he pushed a little too hard and on it and it, it went in. 
Um, and so then it was like, so oh, stressing oh. the importance of, you know, mid scene snacks for your butthole there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then it was, how the heck do we get this out? And I tried with my hands. I couldn't even feel it. Like it was oh, gone. That's terrifying. Um, so when I went to the bathroom, I had like a little, um, platform type thing, like a stool, put my feet up on it, was trying to bear down to kind of bring it down. Um, and that didn't work. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to go to the ER and I'm going to be like on that, one of those TLC shows with shadow, (laughs) like the ER shows where they're like, you know, horror stories of people putting things (laughs) in their ass and it's going to be, there's glass. You got glass Um, in one cubicle, getting the book plug pulled out and shadow in the other, getting her clit examined. Right. And you would have the x-ray of glasses, like anal canal with the butt clip plug yes. maybe the light catches exactly <laughs> and this and like, it was not a small plug either like that's the thing like it, it wasn't the large you know like those training ones like the small medium large it wasn't the largest one so eventually um after a lot of panic he's like i'm just gonna have to look for it um so he put on a glove and a whole lot of lube on his hand. And I literally grabbed a pillow, put my face in it. And um, after rooting around <laughs> Jeez. for, you know, some time, um, he managed to pull it out. Thank goodness. But oh, it was God. really like, yeah, it was not close to the opening at all. So I was very lucky that it didn't because with what what can happen is it can move further up and up and up, right? Like it can go right up into Mm -hmm. a spot where, you know, you actually need surgery to get it out. So it's it's terrifying, very terrifying. So Um, I'm just really glad he pulled it out, but yes, sparkly butt plugs, you know, um, Mm -hmm. throw them away unless like, (laughs) just, just go into your drawers right now, people and just toss them. felt so sad um (laughs) in the words of um uh my former uh play partner who has since passed away god bless him but uh he he had said buttholes are kind of grabby (laughs) (laughs) so just remember that when you're playing that buttholes are grabby everybody they're gonna want to grab it and pull (laughs) oh my god thought that right like who would have thought because they're so adept at like pushing like things pushing out but right. apparently the you know the pull is equal <laughs> oh yeah i have the, the i have two butt plugs but the one I, I bought recently has a longer stem and um when i insert it it's quickly enveloped like it's just <laughs> like oh my god that was really fast it just like ate the whole butt plug not like oh the gosh. whole thing because i have like the so I personally prefer the butt plugs that have a bar instead of um, the circle on the ends. Yes. There's just something that feels safer about knowing that there's absolutely no way that the bar can, unless it's, you know, the bar is, is the size of the biggest part of the plug, but most, you know, extend out. So I've got to say, you both are making your buttholes sound like the creatures from Tremors or something. You're just going to open up and swallow like a car or something straight in there. (laughs) I have like the best visual now. Yeah. (laughs) I'm imagining like teeth and, you know, just like 
There, there is definitely a visual in my mind right now, and I can't decide how I feel about it. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> intense, Dee Dee. Yeah, well, I mean, but play can be. Yeah, that's very true. Thanks for joining us this week. If you'd like to know more about kink and BDSM, or if you have your own adventure to share, please visit kink101.com. That's K-Y-N-K 101.com. Because we put the Y in kink.